0: Elevators, welcome to Elevate Your 8 Workshop Week. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm your host Chris McPeak and this week you get 5 days of me with the formerly known Resume Bootcamp podcast that I used to host on a separate thread. But it occurred to me that people weren't finding that podcast on its own, so my good buddy Adam Shibley, I talk about him a lot on this show. He's been a great mentor and teacher for me in the podcasting sphere. He suggested that I create a workshop week with the resume bootcamp mini course, and so here we are. So you'll see a brand new episode of Elevate Your 8 every day this week, and I've combined the lesson from the podcast mini course with an interview on how the lesson can be applied to your current resume. And you will recognize the guest. Her name is Carolyn Newhausen, and she was in one of the hot seat sessions that we did back in October. I am super duper grateful to have had Carolyn help me out, and I think you'll really love the things that she's going to share about the individual resume lessons. You can also go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash mini course, and download the free companion workbook that will help you through all the lessons right here at Elevate Your Eight Workshop Week. So without any further ado, let's do this. Hey, peeps, welcome to Elevate Your Eight Resume Bootcamp. This is episode four, which I'm calling Rank Post Format. Welcome back. And hey, you are halfway through this course. And that means you are yet another step closer to having one totally kick-ass resume that is job interview ready. Okay, let's recap. First, you reflected on all your previous positions, wrote down the tasks and day-to-day duties of each one and that was totally exhausting I know thank you for doing it and thank you for sticking with the course next you took those tasks and grouped them into themes then turning those themes into various skill sets that might have looked like something like event planning management supervision budget management training and development and the list can go on and on and then you listed the most relevant of those day to day tasks underneath those skill sets. With today's episode, you're going to rank your skill sets accordingly so the most important ones are listed at the top and format your document so it fits the position for which you are applying. That's right, you might very well be tweaking this document from time to time in order to best fit the representative duties for that position. So yes, that may entirely mean that you have a different resume for each position you're applying for. Now here's how this looks on my document. I was in senior management at the point in my career when I decided to leave college housing, so management is the top skill listed on my resume. This section includes all of my management experience. Going back to graduate hall director, full-time hall director, area coordinator, assistant director, director, and so forth. Okay, elevators, you've made up your mind. A side hustle is imminent in 2021, but where do you begin? A passion or interest area is important, but then what? Take my brand new free quiz, which side hustle Is best for you, and discover how to choose the best side hustle so you can get started right away, which gigs require more or less overhead so you don't waste money, and why it's important to focus on one area so you can make the most of your time and get results fast. Where to find this fantastic and fun new quiz? Go to chrismcpeak.com and get started today. In my mastermind group, M3, I talk with our participants about how to tweak both their cover letter and their resume in order to get the job they want. This is much easier when you have a skills-based functional resume like the one we're building together through this course. Trust me, you are going to be more than ready to pursue your dream job with your new resume. Myself, I have never failed to get a job using this style of resume and it was imperative when I decided to change careers and leave college housing for good. Now, don't forget to grab your free workbook by going to chrismcpeak.com forward slash mini course. This workbook can definitely help you organize your thoughts while you're working on this amazing resume project. Okay, guys, we are here and this is lesson four of resume workshop week with the Elevate Your A podcast. Again, we are joined by my buddy, Carolyn Newhausen, yoga instructor pending confidence coach and author and Carolyn thanks for coming back kind of break this down with the listeners happy to be back okay so today in the lesson we talked a little bit about this concept of rank post and format and here's where we're going to take all those skill sets and rank them accordingly to go after the job that we want and I referenced this a little bit in the previous lesson where we were we were talking about when I made the decision to apply for jobs outside of college housing. I had to look at that job description, say for my current position as director of operations and see, and that PCC, they call them um, representative duties. So I had to look at the representative duties and see what were the most important at the top of that list. And what I noticed first and foremost is that there was nothing there about supervision. And I'd been supervising for years Mm -hmm. as an area, area coordinator, an associate director and a director. So I'd always represented supervision pretty high on my resume, but for this particular job, I thought this is going to have to drop down a little bit because it's not as important as, say, event planning or project management or training and development. So that was one of the first things that that I had to do. Um, once I was looking at these skills, these skill sets, these buckets, as we were referring to them as and figuring out how to alter my resume to go after the job that I wanted to eventually have and be hired for. So when when you were thinking about when you were making your switch from a chronological resume to a, a more skills focused resume, were, you, were there specific jobs you were looking at where you had to make those tweaks? Or how did you kind of walk through that, that mindset of making those changes? Great question. Um, so I think
1: And I think this also goes in, this also kind of links back to confidence in terms of like, there are tons of tasks I listed and then kind of buckets I applied them to where they showed up more, more commonly. But then when I had to rank them from highest competency, that was a huge confidence boost because it was like, not only are you looking at the stuff that you did, but then you get to tell yourself by writing it out. Like, what did you see? Why? did you succeed in the most or where did you make the biggest impact or what maybe came to you easiest. Right. And I I don't, I don't think I would have necessarily thought of it that way. I think I would have just, or, you know, ordinarily in a regular resume just been like, Oh, these are the 10, these are the 10 things I did that day instead of like, Oh, well, wait a minute. Like I actually found affinity for, for example, like, this is this is an actual example from my, my skills-based resume, but I think I really excelled. Um, I had a really fabulous project manager at AT&T and I created, I think I really excelled in partnering with her and creating timelines for projects. And I, I wrote out, um, I think this is a competency that takes skill beyond just making a project timeline by rote. So for example, we were told, uh, you know, that we were told the higher ups would tell us something like, well, a project should take no more than two weeks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the reality of it was, is for those of us on the ground, we knew it often took longer than two weeks. Um, and particularly, yeah. <laughs> particularly um, one of the benefits of being at a job long enough, if you're working with the same client is you can kind of start reading people um, and reading clients and assessing, your, well, your project timelines have to differ because some clients, maybe they're, um, they take longer to review things, client A maybe takes longer time to review things than client B. Well, so your project timeline should reflect that you need to pad your time and you need to, to incorporate more days for their review cycle than than, than, than client B. Right. And I think, and so I wrote down, um, it takes insight into the realities of how long tasks take or colleagues work and the nuances and unique characteristics of return clients to make a reliable, accurate, doable, responsible timeline. It takes more artistic skill in creating a timeline. You're not just sticking a person into you're not just sticking some a producer into a role of, hey, partner with a project management person, come up with a timeline, put it on a spreadsheet. Right. There's more nuance and there's more um, kind of insight that goes into, well, does that project timeline actually relate to that client? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was an insight that I, I don't think I would have, I, I can guarantee I would not have had if I had just written this down in like a regular resume. Um, but because I was looking at it from the mindset of a skill set, definitely came out um, and definitely kind
0: of bolstered some, some drew some self-confidence from, for sure. I love that. I love that the exercise of, I mean, just generally speaking, this exercise of moving from a chronological to skills-based ref, uh, resume is a confidence booster, but in this specific scenario, yeah, I can see where that would really make you go like, wow, look at all this cool shit I can do That's right. and, and put you in a position of where like, oh, I'm just hoping that they can read beyond my bullshit and think that I'm qualified to do this as opposed to submitting that document that's that says like you were saying before. This is the way I add value to your organization. And yes, I'm absolutely a thousand percent confident in all of these skills and the ability that I have to to move the needle forward for your organization. So mm-hmm. I I love that. Super fantastic. Were there things that you that came out of the skill set out of this particular exercise with the ranking and stuff that made you think, "Oh, you know, maybe I can beef this one up by adding a couple other things that weren't as important before if I were applying for this kind of job."
1: Yeah, let me look. Let me kind of just take a brief look here at my resume. Um well, for example, like here's like here's one example. Um, as a digital producer, uh, for, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna caveat this by saying, so I've always been amazed at people who are like quote unquote copy editors, like at okay. magazines or books, and I say that because it is my firm belief that no matter how good you are at capturing at, at um, capturing um, typos or or misspelled words or that kind of thing. Sure. Um, you could be the best copy editor in the world, and I believe two things. One, if you've been looking at the same document for long enough, you are going to miss things that uh-huh. fresh pair of eyes are going to see. Two, Absolutely. if you're the last one to touch that document, you're just gonna you're especially if you have written something, you're gonna miss you're just gonna miss things on your own that that yet again another fresh pair of eyes would see. Yeah, I do think that, and the reason why, and maybe I'm I'm saying this a little bit backward, but I guess what I'm trying to say is. I don't think I would have thought that being first of all, I I think prior to reframing my resume in this, in this way, I don't think that I would have thought that um, that copy editing or catching typos or, or acknowledging things that didn't quite look right on a site would be a skill set of mine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And you know, it, it's, Little things like that that pop up in terms of thinking like, oh, okay, well, I am good at this. And yes. I probably should include that because I may be doing more of that in this new field, this new area that I that I'm doing right now. But I know that I'm, I'm skilled in doing that, um, mm-hmm. even though it's not been something where I've said this is a part of my job, but I still do it. Yes, um, exactly. And that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Um, I love that. Okay, so this has been lesson four. Carolyn's joined us again. And we're so grateful, Carolyn, for you coming in and talking to the elevators about your experience with the resume lessons. We're going to do one more lesson. It's going to be lesson five. And this is the lesson where we're going to be all peacock on everybody and kind of strut our stuff and get kind of serious about our action verbs. Lesson five will pop up tomorrow and then we'll be getting ready to wrap up this workshop week. So thanks for being here and we'll see you in tomorrow's lesson.